You're taking right. us live? Yep. I, I, was, I was only giving you guys that much warning because I didn't know if you wanted to go live just blasting the spoilers. There was no spoilers. I have been. I know how super... our con- I know how our conversations go. I have worked. Very they get hard. right. They get right up on. They they creep right up behind something spoilery and then just dry hump the shit out of it. Oh no! I would not have even come close to spoiling the movie. I I loved this movie that much. I think everybody should be able to watch it spoiler free. This movie is, um, he's talking about Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes, yes, that's what it was. You finally came around. Yep, that's what it was. Finally came around. Bucky's a pretty cool dude. Only because he dies and you're Chad. Bucky doesn't die. In Captain America, the first Avenger? Bucky I mean, you are die. you are led to believe that he does. I mean, I do believe that is not the only movie he is in, and he is not immortal, so... No, but he has a death scene in that movie. Well, yeah. With no, you know, script after that one. Hold on. You don't how know did, that he lives. How did we move to Bucky's Not Immortal? I don't... I didn't... I missed the, that dot and how it all got connected. I mean, the only way that Bucky would have a death scene, be dead, quote unquote, and come back is if he's immortal. He's not immortal. They just pulled clever tricks to make you think he died. It's not the first time they've done that in a movie. I watched season two of sweet tooth and i will regret that forever why oh god it was horrible really oh god it was so bad everything did you have you watched it i have not watched the second season i've watched like three episodes of the first season okay did you get to the zoo in the first season i think that was The the lady that tends all the kids yeah yeah. Okay. She's in the second season, and every scene she's in is fucking horrible because she has this constant, super sad, like someone just killed her kitty face on her. And it's just, oh, God, stop it. I can't even look at the screen anymore. It's so bad. And there's so many character gets injured. They're going through, oh, don't die, don't die, don't die. And the next scene, you know, they're burying somebody and you're, you know, supposed to think it's them. And then, of course, no, it's not them. Uh, One kid, one person struggles with a bad guy. They run off. The bad guy picks up a gun who's a soldier, mind you. And from 20 feet away, he misses him by a good 14 feet. And I'm like, what? Is this bullshit I'm watching? No, just I can I can get behind plot characters, but give their escapes some actual thought. Okay. 
So I have to ask, uh, were any of you Rings of Power fan? Or are you nope. Rings? Yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. I believe you. This is well established. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't just asking you. I don't have the massive hate for it that Ray does. Okay. I don't hate it. I just think it's bad and no one should have, have, have to be subjected to it. Okay, my, my thoughts differ. Oh, I didn't even see you come in. Hey, D. How's it going? Let's hear from us the Winter Soldier talk. Um, with, sorry, are you talking the, the Amazon thing that they did or? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. I was just curious if anybody was a fan because apparently despite a writer's strike, they're going to keep going. Well, from what I heard, they don't need writers. <laughs> no, the the great divine being will just speak his thoughts into existence. I mean, are all writers in the writers guild? Like, what's the what's the cutoff the, there? Is it movies? The union, the movie? yeah. Is it? Um, I but would like, be. I would be really surprised if a show like Rings of Power was not you. Okay. I mean, unless it's like being produced really, unless it's being produced by the the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien or something, it doesn't really. I mean, at the same time, if it was already written, wouldn't be exempt to film it, and it's not technically wrong. Uh, but I mean, the, the writers, rewrites. right. And the writer's guild encompasses more than just writers. Well, then it should be the writers plus other shit guild. <laughs> I think it's the erasers too. Writers and at all? Writers yeah. and possibly readers. You know, because yeah, I question really when they read some of these scripts before they got produced. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff put out there. Well, I mean, you know, a lot. I saw, saw a show on, I think it's Netflix, that uh, I really wish had a second season because I freaking love that show. It's a British kind of sci-fi. Kind of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of weird show called Crazy Heads. Okay. It's basically these two girls can see demons. It yeah, and I've I've got that in my queue. It's 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 a fun show, and every time I see it, I'm like, damn, I wish there was a second season. <laughs> is there is there a lot of nudity? I, I recognize that I that's don't a, remember. That, that comes out of left field, sort of. Okay. I don't remember that there's any. Oh, cool. All right. I'm always looking for stuff to watch with the boy, and it's always real uncomfortable when people start fucking. I can see that. I don't remember. Okay. It's been a while, but I don't think there is. I think there's, like, relations, but nothing, like, gratuitous. Like, Me. people, you know, kiss and go to bed, but there's no, you know, 
I figured you would have had the Boyism Hub Premium account by now. No. No? He no, shares but... one with his sister. Yeah, it's not terribly surprising. They probably have similar tastes. Depends on the sister. I don't know. Oh, I I don't necessarily have a, anything about that. Like nothing sticks out that I watched. Yeah. But. Okay. I do. I do have a story. Okay. Uh, does it involve the McDonald's drive-through? It does not. This is actually a. Par- this is I'm actually out. it's parenting related. Ooh. What possibly could happen back this in? Week? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> like, it's not a huge secret that we're super relaxed Great with penis. the girls. Yeah, that we're super relaxed with the girls and uh, probably let them get away with things that other folks would not let their children get away with. Also not so bad that some parents are. Yeah. But they, but at the same time, they're really good kids uh, who historically consistently would do the right thing. They're like those flowers that grow in the cracks and sidewalks. Kind of. So last Thursday, are you saying Nicolin? Jeff, are the cracks and sidewalks? No, I'm saying they're the sidewalks. Oh. oh. Just gray concrete that's... Sometimes allows children to grow out of... Okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah. A, I get you. Despite. Oh, okay. So, Thursday was the uh, the concert at the school. Um, yes, it was. I saw pictures... That uh, that you were there. Been confirmed. Okay. Yeah, the girls were there. Uh, I for whatever reasons. I don't know. They both they knew people beside Kesley that were, uh, playing. Okay. They don't play anything though. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so that ends. Mara sends a text. Hey, is it okay if? There's a group of us uh, to go out and get something to eat at Applebee's. Now, mind you, at this point, it's almost 9 o'clock. But she's like, sure, whatever. Um, Because how long does it take to get a meal at Applebee's? Four hours. Oh, my God, you're not far off. So... Nicole's like, sure, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, But... We don't normally operate with a curfew because the girls, they don't stay out late. Uh, And if there's like a big deal thing, we'll maybe point something out when they leave. But they're usually home at a reasonable hour without us having to to, like ride asses about anything. So it gets to be, uh, it's 1030. No, it was after 11. Uh, When I finally reached out, I was like, where the fuck are you? They were still at Applebee's. Uh, and the only reason uh, Nicole signed off on it was because they were with. Uh, I don't. 
it's almost like a street gang now, the way Kaya rolls with the local Democrats. Yeah. Like they just, they all hang out and do shit together like all the time. So it was that group of kids and candidate. Okay. Chris Brown. Yes. For law yeah. director. Yeah. Uh, so they end up rolling in, uh, at like 10 after 12. Nicole what laid over but what, what time did they head over? Uh, nine. nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Nicole laid into him, uh, and I was just like, just shut and lock the door. I'm tired. You'll get my half tomorrow. And then made them wait until I got home from school the next day uh, to tie into them. Uh, at which point, and Kaya just kept copying an attitude and just would not even acknowledge that there had been any kind of an issue or problem. Until I finally pointed this this one aspect out. I was, uh, I said, you, you were, you were constantly reminding us that you are 17, almost 18 and that you can handle whatever she's not. And she was with you. Yep. I was like, and that, that is the same issue that happened earlier in the week. Uh, the whole, uh, make sure he's got our contact information in case anything happens. <clears throat> and so she finally understood at least a little bit at that point. And I was like, so this is something that y'all get to think about for the weekend. Uh, and then I clarified with them to make sure they understood that that meant they weren't going anywhere. Cause That's I, uh, yeah. Because I tried to be clever, and then I was like, was I too clever? And Mara's like, no, I understood, Dad. Okay. Uh, and then that led to uh, Kaya getting super pissed because I forgot that she had a thing scheduled, a thing this weekend. Uh, again, with the local Young Democrats going up to do a thing at Bowling Green. It was some on-site political thing, uh, and they were supposed to leave early Saturday morning and be gone, like, all day. And I had just grounded her Friday at 6. Huh. So, uh, but I, I had forgotten that she had that scheduled, or I actually would have, like, rearranged it so she could have still done that. Nicole... Uh, without missing a beat and almost as though we planned it, tried to throw the kid a lifeline. She's like, hey, Kaya, let me ask you a question. Is this trip important to you? And she's like, it doesn't matter. Dad grounded me. She's like, just answer my question. And then uh, when she finally answered the question, it was just uh like i thought she was i thought she pulled something in her neck how hard she rolled her eyes uh and then she 
started uh, just, oh God, so ridiculously shitty. So I sent her to her room. Needless to say, she did not go to her function this weekend uh, because she uh, she never tried to plead her case uh, other than to pitch a fit and take no responsibility for anything that she had done and potentially a blue, uh, you know overstepping uh, with the, the freedom that we give them. So um, devil's advocate here because we've gone through this with the girls and but we've had slightly different uh, outcomes and the girls actually did stuff along the way to circumvent the outcome they didn't want. One of which was 10 o'clock. Hey, we've ordered. We're still waiting on our food. 11 o'clock, still waiting. You know, just, just updates, text. Did they even try? No, there was yeah. nothing oh, until yeah. I hit them that's, up that's and said, le- "Where that's are the you?" That's the lesson. That's the lesson they need. So fast forward to Monday. Uh, oh, we also let them know ten uh, thirty on school nights. Moving forward, uh, did just, they say when the food got there? Like, were they just sitting there chatting for an hour afterwards? Type uh, of thing, it or? was. Yeah, they. She's like, okay. we just lost track of time. Okay, that's so so not cool. Yeah. It's like what? No, that's not okay. Uh, I lost. I lost track of children, which is worse. <laughs> I so, mean, to be fair, in high school, I got home at four a.m. from a strange dude's house, being Ray. Like my uh, house. That's true, yeah. and you frequently uh, would go hang out with some random dude you just met uh, at his apartment. Yeah, the only time I, my parents weren't even that mad. The only time they were like trying to get a hold of me and figure out what was going on. We didn't even have cell phones. That's how fucking old this was. Yeah. I was out till like 2 a.m. playing D&D at the card shop. Like, I was just like, oh shit, it's 2 a.m. when I left because I didn't have a cell phone to constantly check the time. And I just, I knew it was late, but we were finishing up. And she was like, oh, where were you? I was like, oh, we just ran real late playing D&D. And she was okay because... It wasn't like I was out doing drugs or getting in trouble. It was nerd shit, but yeah, yeah. like nerd it rarely shit happened, so it wasn't a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> so we fast forward to Monday. Uh, Monday was is the uh, this week was the w- local women's caucus. It's old lady Democrats. Uh, yep. But she goes to that. Or she likes, she's, she has started going to that. Um, and so she was like, Hey, am I going to be able to go to this? And it's like, what time are you going to be home? Oh, Nicole's like, what time are you going to be home? She's like, I'll try to be home by 1030. And I was like, let me rephrase that question. What time are you going to be home? <laughs> Said, I'll be home no later than 1030, but I'll probably be early. Yeah, he's like a Democrat, very poorly. Yeah, he's like, excellent answer. Because she's at least learning to play the game. Uh, And it's like, what are you going to do if by some strange happenstance, 1030 becomes technically impossible for whatever reason that may involve terrorists holding you hostage? Like, what are you going to do? I will try and let you guys know. Okay, let's try this again, kid. What are you going to (laughs) do? I will alert. I will alert you as early as possible. 
Yeah, yeah. That seems to be uh, the conversation that needed to happen. It's like, mother... Like, I just... God damn, I wanted to punch her. Was it all attitude or was she really not picking up what you were asking half the time here? Uh, I I think it was... Because, like, it really could be both. I just don't know how she delivered it. Uh, Honestly, I think it was a mix of both. Okay. I, because I think when somebody says rephrase it, and it's like, oh shit, what did I say? Oh, well, I, yeah, yeah. I worded that wrong. Well, because I, I think that the uh, the first time uh, with the first question, uh, I think was genuinely her not getting it. I think the second one was her fucking with us. Okay. Well, she's the young Democrat. She's got to get used to losing. Pretty much. Yeah, Especially. Everybody see uh, Santos got Ohio. arrested? No, no, no. Santos apprehended a fugitive and brought him to justice. <laughs> <laughs> Being himself? Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make it an untrue statement. <laughs> he turned himself in. He was not arrested, uh, like, at an outside location. He turned himself in, so... He brought a fugitive to justice, and that's how he's going to write it up in his campaign slogan. He's tough on crime. Yep, that'll get him. That'll get him reelected. It's real tough to have thirteen charges in your first six months in office. Amazing. <laughs> and a, 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 a position he should not hold because everything he put on the application was a lie, other no. than the fact that I am alive in in New York. To be fair. He's kind of in the right location for people that lie all the time. Like it's not Congress like or yeah, talking about his district. Okay, Congress. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I mean, probably his district, but I, I don't know enough about it to slander the entire district up front. Well, then that's all the more reason to slander the entire district up front. Fuck about that district specifically. Is that like fucking a dick or? Like, I don't know how you would fuck a district, but... Uh, I assume you have to relax into it. All I know is how to better know a district. Yeah? No one no one watched the Colbert Report? Oh, I know it. It's just hard to know your district when it's all lies. <laughs> well, that and it's shaped like a drunk salamander. It, has anybody seen the font that they made out of congressional districts from Ohio. Maybe it might not be Ohio. It's like from all over. Like the A, it's, you know how they gerrymander these crazy shapes. Every letter of the alphabet is represented A, B, C, D. I mean, O is represented. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, O is usually anything around a major city. Yeah. Yeah, because all the Republicans are in the suburbs. Shit. I mean, is that why you moved to the suburbs? Need to be well. That's what I'm surrounded by. I didn't move there for that reason specifically. It's just a happy consequence. Just a a nice perk. It was just the mother-in-law being able to babysit and not drive so much. So. There was no ulterior motive other than discount babysitting. Uh-huh. 
But yeah, now that I'm here, you know, now I can't even. The only time I'm going to fake being a Republican is if I run for office. <clears throat> like, other than that, it's not worth it. Start grabbing pussy now because uh, here it's required. Well, See, I just want to run unopposed, but you got to run somewhere as a Republican still, or they'll vote for other. Can't have somebody sneak it in as the, oh, write in Republican. That's true. Because, yeah, they'll, they'll learn the alphabet and how to spell people's names <laughs> just to screw me over. So... Not You're giving them a that. lot of credit because what you described sounded like work. Well, you know, I don't know. They are probably the only people that still know how to write in cursive. Uh, that's not true. They're only right-handed because they didn't allow lefties back then. That's true. That was the devil's hand and you had to tie it behind your back and learn how to write the other way. I heard somebody use that analogy to describe uh, why there are so many gay people now. He's like, well, there were probably just as many gay people back then, just like there was just as many left-handed people back then. But it wasn't socially acceptable to be left-handed, so people forced you to be right. Yep. Oh, wait, why are like, they arguing? Are they arguing that... The gay like there's the there's gay more gay people now because because be it's chic to be gay yeah oh no no, no. yeah I totally agree that there was the same number of people that were questioning mm -hmm. things they just didn't have the resources or you know anything to figure out oh yeah that is what that is and then follow through with it I thought you were tying this directly to being too many left-handed people caused the gays <laughs> no no <laughs> oh my That's, god that is the that, craziest theory I have ever heard. <laughs> That's probably but, not even close. But I, I do I do see some logic in it, yes. Drinking hey. child blood in a pizza shop. We're not even close to the craziest. Dude, I just listened to a podcast that was all about the dude that went to the fucking pizzeria. Yeah. Oh, the the pedophile pizzeria? Yeah. The good I, the like, good guy with a gun. Yes. I am not, please don't take what I'm about to say as excusing what he did, but I legitimately feel bad for that. I mean, sure, but. I mean, he's an idiot. Don't get me wrong. He is a fucking moron. But he literally went there under the belief that he was going to, like, save people. Yeah, but he was trying to find mm. the basement of a basementless building. I, I, I hey, have man. trouble. I have trouble feeling sorry for for him or or others in similar situations to him because choices had to be made along the way to get them where they are. I mean, to buy in to buy into that that conspiracy laden propaganda. Like they choices were made that right. didn't just happen. Oh, no, it's 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 a symptom of a life built on faith and believing what is presented to you at yeah. you know, without question. I'm I'm that's, sorry. That's are you, are you talking shit about white Jesus? I am talking shit about any Jesus. Honest, I'm sorry. 
Was that not clear? Brown Jesus won't stand for this. Yeah, well, that's like, why we nail him to stuff, because he won't stand. I mean, he kind of after the halo footrest. After, no, actually, uh, in, in historical crucifixions, there was no footrest. They also didn't nail it through the feet, but that's a that's a whole other thing. It wasn't through. Well, the they'd feet. also go through the wrist and not the hands because right. they rip right off. Right. You, you Look, just... there may be some historical inaccuracies. There accuracies in the Bible. I'm gonna have to change my Easter not cookies. Dark, Damn it! <laughs> yeah, you got a hole in here, and you're fine. Yeah, it's through the wrist, not the hands, and I think it's actually more painful. If they just would... leave your feet hang, yeah. No, they cross your feet, and then, like, if you just sit and, like, put your legs out in front of you and cross your feet, not your, not it, like, just just the feet, and you see that part where your ankle crosses above your leg, that's where they went through. Like the bottom of your shin bone thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they crucified a lot of people. I'm assuming they were good at it. You should always trust the experts. Yes, they were. They were exceedingly good at crucifixion as a death penalty. But I think a lot of the times it wasn't even supposed to be a death penalty. They were supposed to let him hang there a few hours and then take him down. And then they could uh, think they did everything. There, there were, there's other punishments like where they hang you, string you up, just rope like that. Yeah. And you will suffocate because of the you pressure on your rib cage and yeah. yeah, you can't breathe. The intention may not have been to kill them through crucifixion, but it was really good at killing people. Well, yeah. But they'd be back like three days later, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally. yeah. Hey, he gave up a gave weekend up for everyone's right. sins. Yeah, yeah, I know. And apparently, like a holiday weekend at that. So yeah, well, that that's the real loss there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry if I'm insulting your religion, but I'm not. If I knew your name, I'd insult you personally. I mean, that that was a three day weekend. He missed out on all that partying he could have done with any of the whores he hung out with. I mean. that, that is the, the that is the best part of uh, uh that is the one takeaway that I can take from him and and uh it and be all right with. He was sex po- yeah. like he was sex worker positive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, it's funny. I uh I don't know if any of you know who Simon Whistler is. Sounds familiar, but I can't say I. He has like twenty YouTube channels. Yeah, I knew his mother. <laughs> I still. Uh, he has decoding the unknown. Today I learned side projects, mega projects. Um, fuck, I think there's like there's at least two more that I'm forgetting. Uh, bald British guy with a just a fucking glorious beard. Okay. Uh, I was catching up on some of his content and listen to a podcast about the Pizzagate guy. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we, that's how this started. Sorry. And then I, well, it's funny because after finishing that one, then I listened slash watched a piece that he did. Did Jesus Christ of Nazareth actually exist? I don't think you can prove it at this point. When you, when you get there, that specific, probably not. There Was is there actually, a guy who... There is actually proof non-biblical proof that there was a religious leader in the area that went by the name Jesus Christ. There, there are like Roman records. He really did exist. Now there is zero records outside of religion that tie any level of divinity or miracles or any of that bullshit to him or royal blood or yeah none of none of that but there really was a religious yeah he and his his brother cousin i don't know john the baptist i forget what their relationship was but even in the bible even in the bible it seems like they very much could frame it as like they weren't trying to claim he was correct on a god right at the time right because yeah. most of the stories if you read it just you just read it without adding all the religious context to it it's like now he was just a cult leader and mm-hmm. nobody said like he kept saying yep. his father but he didn't say like my father god the god yes yes and his cult was a real my sausage dad, fest. my dad always told me Oh, they all had long hair, so you know, from behind. And beards. <laughs> he was the yeah, kind of leader but... that just wanted to thrust you forward from behind. There, it, wow. it, it was interesting to uh, a thousand tonight. To listen to someone, you know, because I had always grown up under the understanding that there were Roman records that confirmed that Jesus was a real person. Mm-hmm. And the thing that kept him out of the populace's hands is Smurfs. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the thing. I'm going through all of the what he's talking about. And I'm like, wow, no shit. Like, so, you know, one part of my life was not a lie. <laughs> well, I, I was aware there was first century writings that mentioned Jesus, but like outside of a person with that name existing was it a common name i don't know if any of the other <laughs> well names. yeah that's that's the other thing like jesus at the time was like john today or chris or you know insert random generic well, i doubt it was like chris because i think chris came about to to jesus with john chris right but like a steakhouse but today the name chris is as common as Jesus was back then. But they can actually confirm that there was a religious leader in the area named Jesus Christ, and Pontius Pilate was a real prefect leader for Rome. Uh, You know, they, they can piece all this together, but there is like, you would think, you know, we're able to confirm, yeah, this guy really did exist. He really was here. But nobody can point and say, yeah, and look at this. Someone that didn't make it into the Bible talked about all this crazy shit that he did. 
he went and saw this guy and that guy got back up who was dead like there there's none of that i mean even the dead thing was like there were the whole reason for having like seven day funerals is because sometimes the dead weren't dead right they didn't have a way to detection yeah i i read that uh just a little while up. ago the term dead ringer comes from the fact that when they buried you they would tie a string to your finger and a string would go right out of your grave to a bell that uh, they buried you because you were in a coma or something you would ring the bell and they would come take you back up i think they proved that to be false it might have been like a couple of crazy people that did it but oh really Okay. It wasn't a widespread Victorian practice or anything, uh, because I've always heard hey, that. No, 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 I'm disappointed. Like, oh, that isn't true. I'm sad. Right. So with you, like, I'm sad, like that it's not real, but um, not the Jesus thing, the dead ringer. But <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, I was aware of the the name Jesus being used, but beyond yep. that. Yeah, it was really, it was, it was pretty fascinating to, uh, to be like, wow, the church didn't lie to me about everything. Oh no, the sky is blue. What's that? Did they, did they claim the sky was blue? I mean, they, they still did because nothing beyond that actually. Right. But like, I mean, they, it well, was they're a... the George Santos of the first century. It's like, yeah, I right. did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did right. that. There's no proof. Right. But like, you know, because it, during uh, youth group, you know, there was a lot of people as teenagers questioning this shit. And they were like, no, no, we have like Roman records that say that this was a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, cool. They're not and wrong, then, they're just not all right. Right. You know, it's context and, you know, there's a whole lot of, of context missing from it. I mean, but, nuance is not part of most religion. No. But yeah, it was just like, I was like, wow, this is, this is kind of crazy that, uh, you know, <clears throat> this one little piece. Well, but at the same time, like... Wasn't there some kind of record that he also had, like, a brother and possibly right. children? Uh, there is definitely records that he had siblings. Okay. But uh, I don't know. God, it sucked to be Jesus's brother. I don't know if there's I mean, anything. Probably at the time, it was just he was a crazy cult leader. So yeah. he's on par with the crazy cult leader siblings right now. Like, yeah. oh, look. How come Jesus oh, doesn't have a curfew? Because that fu dude's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. He keeps turning this water into wine. He can stay as lazy once. I, I don't know. If he always comes any... back with fishes. There's, you know, there's what a lot of questions about, you know, was he actually married to Mary Magdalene? Um, yeah, I mean, I would, outside of the Dan Brown bullshit, I wouldn't put that out uh like that doesn't seem outrageous to me right 
Right. Because like yeah, it's plausible. That's why the one I mean, whore hanging around all the time. It's like why why was she top bitch? Like well, the thing the thing that makes that so credible in my mind is the fact that the church got so fucking mad about it. Right. It's sure, like why are you so why are you pushing so hard on this fictional book? You know, if you're if you're confident in your fairy tales, why are you raging so hard against this? The church so gets, many holes, and if you open up that hole, then might open up some other right. holes, and then suddenly you can't even. Then you can't even a stick a Snickers in a, you know, a hole without. And it's a bordello for squids, man. Sorry, it just it's a line from Borderlands Three. Sorry, I was trying to. This to, to, this show is going all sorts of places tonight. <laughs> sure is. It's, it's a Wainwright Jacobs line when you're entering the estate to go deal with Aurelia. Okay, it sounded vaguely familiar, but I think I thought he said a Bordeaux go for squares. I, I never heard squares. Yes, okay, it, it makes has way more, more sense. Yeah, yeah. When he's talking about all the the entrances into yeah. the manor, and you're like. What the fuck does a bordello for squares have to do with this? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I thought he let, like losers, you know, <laughs> like they can't get, like they can't get in, you know. That's hilarious. Yeah, hey, bordello, why, bordello why for squids. Why would squids be different? Yeah, because they can fit in tight spaces. Uh, no, because and crannies. Because a squid has eight tentacles. Do they? That's an octopus. They have eight tentacles and two reacher arms. Yeah. Oh, they got ten? Yeah. yeah. They have the two with the big flat areas. Yeah, that... I know they got those weird ones that always like, because the ones hang And out. they're like stupid like... stretchy. Yeah. Because they like shoot out and grab things. Now, now I feel bad. Like here I am, like the only one feeling like I got the joke. No, now I got it, but... Like I said, it was during the part where I'm trying not to fall off a cliff, and he has kind of an accent, so. I don't remember that joke at all. Wow. And like I said, I feel like I only remember it because one of you repeated it while we were playing, but. Like it was, I'm it's one of my favorite Wainwright Jacobs lines from the game. He's talking about sneaking into the manor, and as you cross the... Well, you the, pull the lever and the thing comes down, you have to wait for it to go up to the manor itself. Yeah. He says that the estate has more entrances than a bordello for squids. Oh, more entrances. Okay. See, I didn't know the line before that, which that makes more sense now why it would be a bordello for squids. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. you've played as much of that as all of us combined, so... I don't think I that's... Imagine. Yes, but in his defense, he doesn't do a lot of playthroughs. He plays, like, I mean, repeating the same character over and over. I was really sad, because the PS4 doesn't show you your total hours played on uh -huh. a game. The PS5 does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Uh, that made me feel bad. Did it show you your previous hours, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It shows you combined. Yeah. How high was it? 
How many hours would you guess? Um, how long was the game out? Upwards 3,000. 2019 or 2020. 2020. So, I'm going to say 2200. 2374. Okay. Hmm. A little more than I thought, but not outrageously yeah. out of the ballpark. Yeah. I was like, God damn, that. I feel bad now. Um, imagine how many hours like K six and them have fourteen hundred and seventy six. The online games switch every year, so I'm playing the same baseball game I've played the last three years, but it's been different games. Right. So, I I did uh I I thought about firing up my PS four and trying to get everything going so that I could go through the process of copying all my game, all my save data back to my PlayStation 4 again so that I could upload it to the cloud, so that I could download it on my PS5 uh, and decided, nah, I'm, I'm good. You're just going to start over with another 2,300 I, hours? I, yeah, I am level 30. Uh, I am fast tracking just getting to end game. Uh, and then once I get to end game, uh, I will worry about, uh, loading saves. No, God, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, but like, like I'm, I'm not stopping for cosmetics. I'm not stopping for rare spawns. Like if it, if it is on the way, yeah, sure. I'll do it. But all of my trophies, all of that shit, like, it's gone. Yep. So, so you do get your virginity back when you get a PS5. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I could, I could take the time and you know, like a four and a half hour process to attempt to get all my shit back. But like part of the fun of Borderlands is hunting for the perfect gear. Like honestly, there is one thing from my previous stuff that I'm like, you know what? That sucks that I don't have that. But that's it. Everything else like I did not have well, I guess I, I had like three pieces of like perfect gear. And the one piece that I'm sad I don't have wasn't even perfect. It was still level 65. So it's like, yeah, whatever. I'll just the 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 beautiful thing now, um, load times on a PS5 are fucking insane. All right, didn't it glorious? Like how the fuck did we go from sanctuary loading being the quickest on a PS4 mm-hmm. to it being the longest on a PS5? I don't know, man. But I know overall uh, it is a whole lot faster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's... The, the, you can't do uh, the save file manipulation, though. What do you mean? 
uh, I, I, I know how you like to do sometimes stuff with your saves. Like bouncing like, gear. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it on a PS5. Really? Yes. Because all of your save data is one file. As opposed to the each character being its own separate file. Yeah. Yeah, it's all one file. Whatever. Yeah. That was what I said. Like, but but on, as a counterpoint, I don't have to wait five minutes for a zone to load so that I can farm a piece of... There is that. So, you know... Is it as fast as like K6's $3,000 power GPU built uh, computer? No. But it's it's not bad. I'm, I'm super, super pleased. Uh, I loaded up No Man's Sky the other morning and wow. Like I, I was impressed with how fast No Man's Sky loaded on a PS4 based on the way the game operates. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's unbelievably fast on it. Yeah, there's, Super. Uh, the only, uh, there are only a, a few things that I play with any regularity that have load times that annoy me, and those are, uh, PS4 games. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I've, I've started liking the, the random Tom Clancy games. I don't know if we can be friends anymore, sir. I. You're talking like Rainbow Six and shit. Uh oh my god! What, uh, what's the one that I've been dumping the most time into recently? It had John Barenthal. Uh, uh Ghost Recon Breakpoint. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Barenthal's the bad guy. <laughs> which I had no idea going into. And it's like the first time it goes to this cutscene, and the game is like a few years old. So some of the graphics are a little dated. Okay. But it's, it's like, basically it goes, just a first person shooter. It's third person. Roll. Oh, it's it is? like it's over really the shoulder. Cool. Yeah. But, but it's yeah. just a role-playing game, right? I mean, you just go through emissions until the end, right? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's sort of a role-playing game. I mean, it's 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 from Ubisoft, so it's got the it's got that kind of Assassin's Creed look to how you're tra traveling the world without the parkour elements. Okay, parkour. Right. Parkour. But it goes to the first cutscene, and it's like, oh shit, that's John Barenthal. And I, I just found myself randomly screaming at the TV when he would show up. He was like, I can too protect him. I watched a movie with him in it the other day. Uh, the Accountant? Yes. Somebody described that as uh, Ben Affleck's best Batman movie. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Yeah. And I'm um, like, yeah, this is Batman. And granted, if he killed people, but uh, yeah, this is pretty I cool. I'm going to check, but I thought I saw that they were talking about doing a sequel to that. I wouldn't mind living in that world again. That was pretty, 
decent. Like how they did a real solid job for what could have been a questionable movie. Especially his assistant with the uh, where she states heavy sigh and it didn't you know i was lost to that till the very end and i'm like oh i get it now okay, okay. uh yes they are making a sequel and it's going to have it's supposed to have both of them in it well yeah at the end they reconcile or you know but discover it's, each yeah, other again. it's yeah. it's but it, it uh Somebody from Warner Brothers said that it's going to have both of them and they'll be reprising their roles. So, wait, they had different roles. Oh man, it'd be wild if they swapped roles like that, a modern day face off. Yeah, that, I, was, I was just getting ready to say that. I mean, they're doing a sequel to face off. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They absolutely are. And you know goddamn well it's going to have the greatest actor of ours or any generation, Nicolas Cage. Okay. We Did just I watched talk? The Sorcerer's Apprentice the other day because we're watching movies with the kids again. And like, yeah, it wasn't a terrible movie considering. I talked uh, about the, the Volta looks shoes. like he's had a lot of surgeries now. So I could totally see him be like, oh, yeah, I put his face back on. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. I talked about the weird John Travolta movie I watched, right? Maybe I what think was so. it? Uh, Fanatic? I believe it's called or the The Fanatic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioned yeah. it. I don't remember yeah. what it was yeah, about. Fred Durst is the director. <laughs> because why the fuck wouldn't he be? I gotta say, I still say it's a it's worth the watch. I it's mean, a sh- there's it's, a lot of bad directors out there. I mean, he can't be too much worse. It's the movie has faults, and some of them could be Fred Durst's fault. I'm not I'm not saying that they're not. But, like, I think this was the first film that Durst wrote and directed, like, doing both roles. Do you write or direct other things? He has directed other things, yes. But I think this was, yeah, I think this was the first thing that he he was both writer and director on. Uh, Like, we have recommended worse movies by better more well-known directors. I mean, if you give Jeff 15 minutes, I'm sure he'll, he'll recommend Snyder cut again. I stand by that. I fucking stand by that. After having to sit through like the failed abortion that was the original theatrical release, I still have nightmares about Superman's fucking lip. I here's my uh, I was just talking to Elizabeth about this the other day. That whole scene, end scene where Steppenwolf hits him with the axe and he just like doesn't even blink, and then he breathes some air on it, smashes it, floats up, kicks him across the world, and uh. Who who was it? Uh, Wonder Woman does the flip and cuts his head off, and I'm like, okay, these guys are just. What's the challenge here? 
And then you kind of compare that to Endgame where Thanos is about to fucking shove an axe through Thor's chest and Ant-Man's unconscious over there and they're still fighting. Which is more heroic? I don't know. Just stop making them gods. Yeah, sometimes he feels bad after he kills people. Yeah. Relatable. I'm hoping that James Gunn is able to write. Ground them? Yes. Yeah, like, superhero movies are kind of going downhill lately. I mean, DC's not had a good one. I, I like I like the most the, recent Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, and the Peacemaker TV show, which but came that's all shit. So, which was the most recent? Uh, Suicide Suicide Squad two or Birds of Prey? I thought Birds of Prey came out like six months before or something. Okay, because like, I would I would argue yeah, that I definitely watched that before I watched Suicide Squad two. Okay. And I believe that they came out sooner because it was like, oh, she's actually good. Maybe I'll watch Suicide Squad because she's in it. And then yeah. it wasn't as because I know the original Suicide Squad. Like all I all I remember about that, which tells you everything you need to know about how shitty they are, is that they had to go back in and edit in fifteen minutes of jokes because the only good joke they had was some joke they showed in the trailer, and right. they literally had no other jokes in it. And it's like if you're gonna have a whole superhero movie for two and a half hours and you're not gonna put like some humor or something in there then you're doing it wrong yeah like they're not good enough to be all gritty all the time like i just i haven't seen any of them that have been oh man this was just a great a great drama from beginning to end yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed birds of prey Mm -hmm. uh suicide squad 2 I don't remember, like, I remember watching it, but I don't remember story, plot, anything like that. Starro. What you wanted. What? The giant intergalactic starfish. Oh, right, right. They all had the chips that were going to blow up if they... Yeah. And, uh... uh, No, uh, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Yeah. You said I went T Pain. It was uh that would have been on yes. the Polka Dot Man being epic comment. Ah. You have to listen to this. I know it's nine minutes, but it's beautiful and honest. I cried. Give it a chance. Okay. And they were both studying for exams, so they, they did not that day. But Damn. uh what? They didn't listen to it. The uh Bean has. Okay. Uh, and uh, I made Karen watch it. I was sitting there. She was sitting there, and I had YouTube up, and I was just like, hey, check this out. And even Karen afterwards, you know, was, wasn't as, you know, into it as, as I was, but she's like, yes, I have, I have so many clients that sound just like that. That That's how they describe yep. fighting with them, you know, the tug of war with themselves. Yep. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about the rest of his music uh, because I haven't really, like I said, I haven't delved into it, but uh, um, he is going to be immortal for that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
some of his stuff, like, man, he is, he is living his best indie life. Yeah. Some, some of his stuff is, is similar to that. Some of it is like borderline rap. Some of it is just really weird. And you know what? I don't care. Like, he puts out a song I'm going to listen to. I mean, that was borderline rap, so... Yeah. Off. No, that would be more indie than, than the rest of it. I promise. The, um... Okay. Uh, it wasn't like he just busted out rapping for the first time in some other song, like... Right, right. Rapping through a lot of that, but... I don't know, I watched it, I liked it. I watched the one where they were doing the, the one that Ray liked with the commentary, but gotcha. Yeah, it, it, it definitely adds a little bit too, because I really wanted, I've watched it God, a dozen times, it seems like, you know, various reviews and it's straight up just the video. But um, the the way the lights flicker and stuff when he is in yeah. his inner monologue, and then at the beginning when he's doing his intro, and singing, everything's calm, and the lights are steady, and everything. And then when he switches to the inner monologue, the lights flicker, and when he goes back to himself, it's more stable. But if you watch throughout the video, the lights become more rhythmic. It isn't it isn't that they become they're erratic and flashing, but they become they're they're flashing now, but they're now rhythmic. And, and it kind of brings in his monologue at the end where he's talking about the dance and bringing everything, you know, to move with it, to move, uh, you know, make the beat part of right. it. Right. But yeah, the, the person who, I, I don't know if choreograph is, is the right word, but the, the, the person who directed the video definitely needs a nod because that, if it wasn't him, you know, that person needs some recognition because that was the presentation was was great. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the song and I will listen to the song without the video. But I much prefer the the full experience of, of song plus video. Yeah, because his his mannerisms, the way his, his his the snaky movements of his neck when he's in the inner monologue run. Yeah. You know, the, the kind of like slither to, to his posture. Yeah. And the the defensive or reactive posture he has, you know, yeah, commenting back. Yeah, it's it definitely feels like two people. Yes. Yeah. It's um, that's so well done. I can't say enough about it. I loved it. I spend a lot of time uh watching music theory videos on YouTube. Um, a lot of I it love, is, I love the reaction stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of it, I, I, there are some music theory channels that do a lot of reactions, but the reaction isn't like that stereotypical reaction. Like they're going through and like talking you through the music theory of, of the, the piece. And the one guy, the the commentary, the, I don't even want to call it a reaction, but 67 minutes long or something like that. Because he goes through and breaks down 
all the different pieces of like, like I caught on to some of the stuff about, you know, when each character is speaking, there are different musical pieces, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, and there's different keys and there, there's, there's obvious differences, but then there's some subtle differences uh, that come into like how he's uh, phrasing chords and he's using, it's called an inverted chord uh, when he's, when he's inner monologue run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the musical side of it, I, I can hear it, but I don't yeah. understand what's happening. Uh, yeah, he's definitely got some licks on that that guitar. That was like realizing, oh, holy shit! Like, not only you know is he is he doing all this other stuff, but like he's using this inverted chord, which adds more dissonance to the sound in a in a very inverted uh, kind of you know monologue type of space. Like, it's just the fucking genius behind all of it just it makes me uh makes me very happy to see people who who spend that amount of time crafting a song yeah and that much care to making the video honestly yeah well i think one of the best reactions i've seen for it were it was uh two different ones one was a psychiatric nurse and one was, a, one was a, uh, she was a psychiatrist hmm. analyzing it. And she was crying by the end of it. Wow. Good. She's like, yes, this is, this is, this from the mouths of babes kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. This is what right. I deal with every day. What I see, this is what I'm hearing. And uh, it's, it was like sitting in his head. You know, as a therapist, as someone who helps people with these these issues these problems you're only ever on the outside and yeah this you know theatrical obviously it's it's a it's a song it's 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 meant to be a presentation but still it's it's the closest you're ever going to be to be in in that head right and personally listening to it uh watching it i'm like yeah i I've said all that stuff to me. I've heard all that stuff in my, you know, to myself. Yeah. It's, it's, it, those are the things that keep me from doing things. Yep. Th those are the, those are the voices. Those are the thoughts. Th that's why it took 20 years before, you know, from when I was probably capable to when I actually did something like, you know, fodder ink. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Bookman, are you back? I I never left. Okay, you just keep cutting out and then disappearing, kind of mid sentence. Okay. <laughs> well, we're good now. Okay. Yeah, I brought up Ren because you had cut out, and I'm like, um, okay. Um, maybe it's still being recorded. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's still recording, that's what they were looking for. I listened to the Lance Bass podcast today. Who? Why? It was, he did the last Soviet 
which was about uh, the Soviet Union cosmonaut that was on the International Space Station when the Soviet Union fell. And he basically had the option of staying up there and keeping it open or just abandoning the whole station and going home. But Lance Bass trained as an astronaut, so he was talking about that stuff too. Who is Lance Bass? He's from NSYNC. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No, we already talked about him. We're not, we don't need to circle back. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're right. Eat that dead horse. It'll just keep coming back. (laughs) No, it won't. Not for a couple of days, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, but like, it was some weird situation, like in 2002, because I vaguely remember news reports of this, but not much. Like, um, he went to, I think, Kazakhstan and trained with the cosmonauts for several weeks, months. I don't know what it was, but like he was going to go to space and didn't get to go to space because nobody would ensure the final, like they were filming it and it was going to be a thing along the way. And then nobody would actually ensure him going into space and they couldn't have an uninsured production. So he didn't get to go to space because of insurance. Didn't but, what I thought he also had a heart thing. Uh, he actually got an ablation done to get the all clear. Wow. And he had a surgery in Boston to get it corrected so that he could continue on with it. Um, but like he actually paid a million dollars of his own money to finish the last two weeks of the training to get his official like certificate so that he's a registered cosmonaut in case the opportunity were to happen in the future. Um, but yeah, like he had to do survival training. He had to do all the stuff, like everything that the cosmonauts do, he did. It wasn't like a Jeff Bezos show up and go around. He was going to be on the stage, uh, space station for seven Oh shit. And he did like because you know in america it was kind of a joke but like he literally had to do everything he had to learn enough russian to get through everything he was going to be in charge of oxygen levels and like he had to know how to do calculations on the fly and a bunch of shit like he fully trained did everything he needed to do for it and then two weeks before the program would have been over they were like yep nope they can't ensure it so they're shutting down the whole production of you know, the people that were back at it. Wow. So he actually got really screwed. But the rest of it was interesting because the they were talking about how everything was weird when the Soviet Union fell. And then, like, the people on the Internet, it was Mir at the time, it wasn't the International Space Station, but, um, like, the cosmonauts on Mir could catch certain people on, like, ham radios. Yep. They flew over stuff. So... They talked to, like, I guess there was a bunch of people he was talking to, but the one that uh, they had interview um, audio from, she's died since this, but, um, like, 2014, they interviewed this lady who was constantly talking and was, like, she would relay information about what was happening in the Soviet Union because nobody would give him a straight answer while he was up there. And so he didn't know what was going on, truthfully, on the ground. But, like... That would be awful. She was like a teacher. She had her whole class like lined up in her like radio, like the actual shack that she had her radio in. And like they would all ask him questions, but they only had like 10 minute periods at a time where he was within range. And like it was interesting. It was like a whole like you could just 
if you've got a powerful enough thing, call up a cosmonaut and chat with them. Wow. But, Is this a documentary or? Um, I mean, it's a podcast, but it's like eight episodes of literally going through that whole story okay. and talking about training as a cosmonaut and um, one other lady who got to do it because like when the Soviet Union fell, they needed money. And so they started like saying, okay, well, we'll take people up for the highest bidder, just like they used to shuttle people up until just a few years ago. Like all right. the people who got shuttled to the space stations were launched on Russian, Russian Soyuz rockets. And uh, like 91, two, three, one of those years, there was a national contest in the UK and they selected people, what one girl who got to go up in space and train with the cosmonauts and do all the other stuff. Um, it was paid for by the UK and some other shit, but oh. because they opened up their program because they didn't have the money, but they had the rockets and they had the know-how. And then the guy that was um, up there for the 15 months while the Soviet Union fell, uh, was also the guy that went back and helped him work on the new International Space Station because he had had experience running all that stuff and they needed people that could go up there and basically do space construction and attach everything and get everything up and running when the space station first happened. So they used him again for that. But yeah, it was just a whole bunch of cool stories about astronauts. I will have to check this out. I think it's called the last soviet so as much as i hate in sync look like you, you can't even if if you if nobody told you it was lance bass you wouldn't even know like his voice doesn't sound weird or it doesn't detract from any part of the story i mean it, they're talking about his story in between there but it's it's not like he's got some kind of voice that's like, oh, well, this is really distracting because it's Lance Bass talking. It just sounds like any other podcast. And then he's also... Well, I mean, I didn't even know who Lance Bass was, so... Okay. I only know because there was some TV show where, like, one of the things was their kids wanted to go to Lance Bass Space Camp because he was running a fictional space camp and... Like every time I think of Lance Bass, I think of the weird like jingle that they made up for that show that was just like it's just going to Lance Bass Base Camp. Okay. And I didn't realize that was why they had that joke because I completely forgot that that was a thing that was on the news in like the early 2000s. Hmm. But yeah, otherwise, good podcast regardless. I have to check it out. I have found myself, uh, in the mornings at work, I will generally listen to something for the morning that isn't music, just so I can, you know, I try and save the music for when I'm actually trying to do something hard. Oh, I'm the same way, but I usually do all the hard stuff first in the morning while the Adderall is still working and then save the easy stuff for the afternoon. Yeah, I have to, I, I generally, all my meetings are, so in between meetings, I'll, I'll listen to some podcasty stuff. It's because we don't need that bullshit here. Might, 
my day is pretty much all meetings all the time. That's terrifying. It is. It is. I mean, you've said it is. It's. I believe you. It's so bad. I mean, today I got back from lunch, hopped on a call to help somebody with a problem, got off of that to go to a meeting, got off of that, got back on a call with the person who was having the problem, got off of that to go to a meeting, and got back on a call with the person who was having the problem, ended up calling in our third-party developers to the call, didn't get to leave work until, I don't know, 20 after 5? I don't know. What time did you almost rear-end me, Jeff? Mm. Oh, yeah, that was, God, 5.22. Yeah. So in yeah. my in my defense I was not paying attention. <laughs> yes. Yes. In your defense that car in front of me stopped and I stopped and I'm like, "Oh, this fucker's going to hit me." And then you found out it was Jeff? I didn't realize it was Jeff for another like 5 minutes. Oh, okay. Was like it... I I just saw this blue Chevy behind me and then I'm like, "Motherfucker." It's fucking somebody's mother. It was like, man, I just spent money on this car and somebody's going to hit me? Fuck. They'll total this shit. Which, you know, generally I wouldn't care, but I literally just spent a lot of money to get it fixed. Oh, uh, yeah, you just broke it. So, yeah, that makes sense. No, I didn't. I was just, I was just happy it wasn't the ones we worked on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no. was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I, I help him change his fucking brakes, and then a month later, they fucking tear up his car. No, the brake sensor failed and seized everything. Yay. Not recommended. Yeah, zero out of ten. Do not recommend. And had it just been like normal brake shit, and I would have been like, oh, okay, I need to like not drive my car for a couple of days. I would have totally just waited and, you know, been like, hey, man, let me do the back brakes. But no. So you had to pay to get them done? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that should be a nice comparison to our afternoon compared to yeah that. yeah uh it does make me want to learn about brake sensors so that i can uh I can... that's what youtube's for man <laughs> yeah uh the youtube video was two and a half hours long okay that may not be the best example everything about <laughs> sensors so. yeah we don't need to know everything about them. yeah the the problem is like so the, the sensor is on the caliper. And then there's a fucking set of wires that you have to unhook. And you have to unhook them in a specific order. Attach them in the reverse of that order. Well, except like the first, the last one you unplug no, yeah, it is a reverse order because you you Makes unplug sense. the 
you unplug the ground last, and then you have to make sure that you ground it first. Otherwise, you can fucking ruin the sensor. Yeah. It's all part of the caliper. It's it's not a sensor that you can take out. Or it's not part of the cap. Like it, you can't take the sensor out of the caliper. So if you ruin it, congratulations, you get to go buy another one. Oh, okay. I when I was uh, changing the brakes on the Avenger, uh, just last month. Yeah. And uh, I went up to. I got them all. I got off the brake the brake pads off, and I went up there to buy new brake pads. And uh, lady I work with, her husband was at the register next to me. And I didn't recognize him. He's like, hey, nice shoes. I looked down at his shoes. We're wearing the same kind of shoes. Ha <laughs> ha, funny. And I look at him like, insane. Oh, shit. And uh, I used to work with him at Linway back in the day. I mean, forever ago. So it's just, you know, funny that now I work with his wife. But um, I go, he goes, what you working on? And I told him, you know, I'm changing brakes. And he goes, oh, me too. He goes, oh, crap. I need fluid. And I go, fluid? What do you need to buy that for? And he's like, he's like I'm changing brakes. And I go, I just take the old brake and a C clamp and told him my trick. Yeah. And he's like, the fuck? He goes, okay, I'll try it. His wife came up to me like the next, like Tuesday, like after the weekend. And she goes, Brian wanted me to thank you because that was the least swearing I ever heard when he was outside working on those brakes. Because Ray showed me this trick, and I don't have to go out there and pump the brake pedal a thousand times while he bleeds the brakes and all this shit. I'm like, well, cool. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, it was nice. It's one of the best tricks my dad showed me when doing them. Yeah. Did you ever change brakes before we did that? once but it was a long time ago and i'm sure you bled them right uh yeah 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 but it was also a lot different um were they drum no no but it was a 1989 pontiac 6000 i've only changed them on a 4000 so i don't know the, the Pontiac 6000 had like, it, it was like a budget car in the 80s. Okay. Big family car, but it was like the budget model. So like the brake system on it was still like the 70s front disc. Brakes. It, it was not, there, there was no ABS. There was none of that. Uh, it's like, Hold the foot down and the clamp stays clamped. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a vastly different process. And the caliper and the bracket were all one piece. Ew. Actually, it wasn't that bad because there was just there's no Loctite on that fucking bolt. Uh, I mean, there probably was, but I had a blowtorch. You cut them off? 
No. No, I set the heat a little lower and just heated up the bolts and they came right the fuck out. Is that what you're supposed to do? Um, I mean, you can. I would, end up, I, manual. I would end up roasting the entire car. Yeah, like you, you heat up the bolts, you let them cool back down, and then you just back them right out. Hmm. But I, I don't know how that would work with Loctite. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to find out. Yeah, I was wondering if that's that's the trick to getting removing them because at some point I'm going to have to change the brakes on the back back of my escape and. If the ones in the back are as difficult as the ones in the front were. Yeah. I'm dreading that day. Yeah, heat up the bolts, and then you have to let them cool down because metal expands when it's hot, and then it contracts as it cools. You, you heat them up, you cool them down, they re, they they shrink up, and then, blam, you're done. You, you just you back them out pretty, I don't want to say, like, with no effort, but it is a lot less effort. Do you just change brakes like every six months, Ray? Because you've got so many. Brakes. I have six cars, man. Yeah. You're running a weird car dealership there. <laughs> yeah. Except you don't sell anything. You're just a terrible I, You know what? <laughs> uh, I got four sale signs in the Avenger, and uh, Karen's brother had to borrow it because something's wrong with his car. So while he's working his part time job at the gas station and while he's working at Walmart, it's sitting in a lot. To, to, two of the most popular or highly trafficked areas in Ashland, I've gotten three calls about it. So sweet. That's all they've been is three calls asking how much they want. I wanted it for it, but yeah, you know, that's at least something. It's a start. I mean, if you had a panel van, I know somebody who is actually looking for, I have a, Dodge Grand Caravan. Yeah, but you want too much. Like, you don't want too much for what it is. You want more than they can. That's that's better. Uh, I mean, think of how many kids you can kidnap with it, though. Right, but... It is a white van, you know, but it's got windows, so, yeah. Deck uh, has... was laid off from his... Uh, the job that he had. So now he's going to drive Amish people around? No. Um, so he's working uh, solar panels, still a union job and all that. But there are no solar farms going up here in the area. So he's traveling a lot. So he's looking for a... Camper van. A, a panel van that he can make a camper. That way, you know, because right now he's driving like almost 90 minutes one way. And then, you know, he drives 90 minutes, he works 10 hours, and then he drives 90 minutes home. Nice. So 16 hour, 17 hour day. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking brutal. So he's hoping to find a van and work on it in his spare time and just fucking sleep in that during the week. Take 
course paths at the rest stop with the truckers. Yeah, just like, dude, he was in the Marines. He doesn't give a fuck about using the fucking Flying J trucker shower. That is oh, true. That is not a thing for him. Yeah, they do pretty much have showers every 20, 30 miles these days. Yeah, and if he gets the panel van and he turns it into a, you know, camper, he can just go park at a fucking rest stop, you know. That's where where the truckers pull off. You know, he's... Sure, you can meet all sorts of interesting people. Look, man, it'd be better than some of the people that he's been friends with at other times in his life. Makes some truck shop looker very lucky. Well, he's he's got a lady now. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Then have another lady 90 minutes away, though. Yeah, I don't think he wants that. When When we're off air, I will tell you more about that. Yeah, I would like to not ask questions on air, but... Yeah, it. <clears throat> then, nope. I'll say we'll it. stop there. We'll stop there. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll cut the audio then. Oh, oh are, are are we are we I done? Mean, done. Scientific evidence. It's there. I mean, it, we're an hour and forty in. Okay. Okay. We can be done then. Did we do the intro yet? No. Yeah. We've kind of skipped for the last couple of weeks. There have been there have been so many weeks where we have not done any kind of an intro, Dylan. That's okay. If you're here, you know what you were doing. <laughs> I mean, there is that. If yeah. you were here and you made it this far, you know where you are. What is going on here? You've got no one to blame but yourself. Choices were, choices were made along the way. This did not just happen. Right. Right. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, there you go. That's be, a show. Yep. Be excellent to each other. <laughs>